0: Okay. Blog Talk Radio.
1: gentlemen. (laughs) How's everybody? Well there, feedback. (laughs) How's everybody out there there in Radio Land? I feel good tonight. And my name is Jimmy Williams. The name of the show is called Real People from the Hood. And my executive producer is Mr. Keith Bletso.
2: What's up, brother Jim?
1: Ain't nothing to a Keith man. Keith, I've been having kickbacks and I've been having um, um, all types of repercussions and whatnot this this month, man, from from people that I've been trying to do business with and have done business with. It ain't easy trying to be a black business owner, Jack. It ain't. It just ain't. You know, and live reality tells you that at least 40% of our people will do business with a black person. And that person, that black person is going to have to be strong willed. That black person is going to have to be um, a tough, a resilient person is going to have to be to the point where he got to stay or she had to stay on point. Um, they got to keep the marketing there. They got to keep the um, promotion there. They got to keep their sense of humor because black folk will not, will not cater. 40% of them, 60% of them, I'm sorry, 60% of them will not cater to black businesses. And I'm sorry, I I'm I'm saying it, I'm telling you like it is. I've been doing this way too long. I've been I've been in business, uh doing T shirts since nineteen eighty five. And I can contest to that. So all when you hear all that stuff about support black businesses, those people will support black businesses. But it doesn't resonate with a whole lot of people out there. Because too many too many people are are, are turning their back on on black business person for the wrong reasons you know it it don't i can only speak for myself i can't speak for anybody else but the situation that i had over the last month or so is it's just fucking ridiculous it's like you you got a service that you're trying to produce and you produce and you produce it well but then once you present it to uh, uh um your core base or your supposedly core base they start bullshitting you. They start jacking you. They start giving you different answers. They start giving you doubt. They start questioning your skills. They start questioning the money they want to hand over to you like they're doing you a fucking favor. You know, and it doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, uh, we got to get that toss of mentality back because it's not happening with me. It's happening with a whole lot of people out there. I know it is. It's kind of hard to get black folks to trust black folks Services and it's hard for them to give up off, get up off their money. I'm not feeling it, y'all. All this togetherness, this Black Lives Matter and stick with your uh, people, and and I'm not feeling none of it. This is one of the worst months I've had since I've been doing um, Abstract T-shirts. I really have. I've never ran across so much bullshit in my whole entire life. I'm gonna say a good two, three months because it all started really it really got really ugly when I was at the um um uh Seward Park Jazz Festival here in Chicago. And um Brother Al Carter did a beautiful job setting it up. He had um some of the top notch top notch jazz musicians there. The stage was beautiful, uh, Cabrini Green residents and Newcomers, what I mean by that, uh, you got a different race of, uh, race of people that was there at the jazz festival. Everybody sat down and had a damn good time. No fighting, no loudness, no rudeness from what I've seen from where I was at. None of that stuff happened. It was a beautiful experience. And he had six of them. No, five or six of them. I went to four of them. They were beautiful. That was some beautiful events. But when it came to the motherfuckers coming to buying t shirts for me, it was a problem. I could I, I, at first I thought it was just a thing that I was going through because I tried to make the shirts um, um, to the point where they were um, affordable. So I went and got some um, um, some jeans and t-shirts. You know, they, they they weren't flawed to the point where it wasn't wearable because people wear holy jeans. So I figured if I got those t-shirts and only and only and only and only. Um, sold for $5 a piece, people will be happy because they'll have the, the, the event on the shirt and they'll represent right. the jazz festival. I would be happy, everybody would be happy. I got a lot of flack from them. You know, you know why I got a hold of my t shirt? No, it's just a uh, uh, irregular t shirt, but it's only $5. Hours. It's the event that we're trying to, to really um, um, uh, put emphasis on, not me selling you guys t shirts. And I had a bunch of people that, that understood that, you know, and you had a, I had more that wanted, you know, they wanted three T-shirts for five because they had a hole in it. The hole one is big.
0: You know, I mean, these are irregulars.
1: So I worked my way through that. Now, keep in mind, the first one, the very first one that I did, I gave away 60 shirts, and some of those had a hole in them. Nobody had a problem because most of them had my logo on it. I wanted to represent my company. Represent um uh, abstracts T-shirts, so I gave away like sixty or seventy. Bam, out the bat. And some people that actually said, "Oh, you, oh man, hey man, thanks for the T-shirt," they actually gave me money and bought one. So that was cool. So I'm not gonna put everybody in the same. It's that sixty percent that I'm talking about. Second set, I already told you about that one. The third one, I didn't even go. I think let me recoup. So, the fourth one I went to, I went here and upgraded the T-shirts. Beautiful T-shirts, no holes. Top of the line, ten dollars a pop. They bitched about that. Man, why do t shirts cost so much? Oh man, let me let me let me get two for ten, man. Oh man, I ain't got no money, man. Hey Jim man, we buddies, man. Let me go. These are people that I grew up with. All the people that I grew up with. And I hate that I saw how they and what they grew into. That's sixty percent. They did not buy shit from me. I sold some, not as many as I could have sold, as five, and definitely not as many as I gave away. So the mentality was let me get some shit for free. If I get some shit for free, I'm cool. But the problem with getting shit free, when I did give out one or two to somebody that I really, they went and told somebody else, and then they sent four fucking motherfuckers over there to try to get a free t shirt. I said, oh, come on, y'all. <laughs> y'all killing me. Y'all killing me to Al about it. Al said, man, everything will be fine. Next year I'll do more uh, gigs. And we talked about it. Al, didn't, Al. Matter of fact, I'm doing an Omni-American shirt for him. Omni, you know, that's the shirt that he wanted me to design for. Him. I haven't got no to do it. But anyway, our people, man, have a tendency, if they can't get it for damn near free, they're going to argue with you about your shit. And then when they argue about the, your shit, they want to be right about what they're arguing about about your shit, if that make any sense. Then they're going to go tell somebody else that you ain't shit because you didn't give them a free T-shirt or something free, or they didn't get what they wanted at their price, that you don't put your labor in, that they wanted, or didn't want to give you what you was asking for. Y'all stop me if I'm not making any sense. Then it got to the point where the ones that act like they had some still in some type of way, didn't come over and buy a mm-hmm. shirts for me. I knew a shitload of people out there, man, that I saw on Facebook at that set. They knew me. They didn't even come over and say, hello, what's up, Jim, da 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 But they sent motherfuckers to my house to pick them up a shirt. So I know my shit is flat. That's why I know my shit is on the money. When you got motherfuckers that really hate you and, and, and hating on you and don't like you, but they still gonna buy your shit, that's when I knew my shit was on. So I took it to another level. Not only am I gonna sell my shit next time. Right now, I, I jack my price up from five, from ten, all the way to fifteen dollars. Five dollars for um, uh, shipping and handling. So it's gonna be twenty bucks a shot. I'm only gonna to sell to the ones they're gonna say, "Hey Jim, I like your shirt. Here's twenty dollars. Thank you." Those ones I'm gonna to sell to. I'm gonna keep this shit short. Ain't no arguing. Ain't no what up, Jim. Oh, bruh. Hey, Amen. I know you since. Ain't no going to be no more of this shit. It's gonna be straight up business. And a lot of people you just can't do straight up business with, because the more the, the the very first time you 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 compromise your product, you're busted. you always be a busted, because somebody gonna always want something free. Somebody gonna always ask you, is is it a dollar? Can I get it for a dollar, two dollars? Because once you start compromising your product, you are fucked, <laughs> big time. Yeah.
0: Black That's folks will not Black
1: folks will go tell each other that, and they will run that shit right in the ground.
2: That's i right. say it, 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 they do that under the guise of, say, hey, man, I know you. But if that's the pet yeah. case, then it, it's only a one-way street. Well, yeah, I know you too, so, you know, I need to get my capital back. You know, it costs me money, because you want to give it to you free because I know you. How about you helping me out because, you, because we know each other? It, it's always that one-way uh, angle. Dude, I even had
1: one of the brothers I grew up with tell me what it cost for me to put into that T-shirt. This mom actually sat there and tried to argue with me about the cost. So I said, okay, go ahead. I forgot his name. I said, go ahead and run the shit down. Tell me how much it cost me to put the shirt in, put the stuff in the shirt. Then he shut the fuck up. He didn't want to. He, he just wanted to say something because he was dead. Say something because there was other few other people around. And the only way black businesses is going to survive in the black community is is, is is if you if you see that that product is okay. If you see that you want it, it's real simple. I mean, some of you motherfuckers walk into an a store or a career store and you bash it and walk up out of there. No fucking questions asked. I don't get that. I'm not feeling that. You know, you got so many people that that's running out of the community and they just they, 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 like just coming off the hills, trying to get up out of the community, that bastard shit, you know. I talk about this all the time. They want to get the fuck out of here and go to greener pastures. Ain't no fucking greener pastures. As long as, you, you know, our Caucasian brothers and sisters now coming up with a new censor for black folk. Now if they feel threatened by you, if they seemingly around you, and they might they can call the police and had you fucking arrested for some shit you ain't it even happened. do.
3: It
0: just happened. You yeah.
1: know, and, and the police are getting tired of that shit, too. Police are turning on, on, police are actually turning on these senseless, childish-ass white folks because they got they, they they rights and they privileges. They turning on them, saying, wait a minute, you motherfuckers making them hate us. You know, they hide behind these little shades and shit, watching your every move. Got the telephone and and cell phone ready, watching you, Mm -hmm. calling. Then, when the police show the fuck up, he's beating the fuck out of you, and she, or he's sitting back in the cut, laughing and giggling their asses off. And they started the shit, but they won't confront you. They're not going to come out there and say, oh, yeah, I called the police. Let me tell you what happened. Police roll up on you and and, and start some, and then you're going to get pissed off because you don't know why. Of course, you don't know why, because the motherfucker standing behind that shade is the person that called on you. And then the police don't know why he rolling up on you because the person behind the shade is going to come out and tell him, oh, yo, look, this is what happened. So as you and the police in a confrontation and the motherfucker that started all this shit is way back in the cut somewhere, it's just pathetic. And all, the they black say, hey, I, all they have to do is say, hey, I all they have
2: to do is say, I think he had a gun. I think I saw, I think I saw a gun. That's all you got to do. That's it. Then they're really going to come up they got it. with some caution. Yeah.
1: Some really simple shit they'll lock us up for. Some really simple shit they'll come down on us with, you know. And the shit is getting way out of hand. Can't survive in our own community, you know. Where the fuck else will we can will where we can survive at? They just talking about today. They were talking about um, Harriet Tubman is going to uh, replace um, 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 Andrew Jackson on a twenty dollar bill. Now you know how many white folks ain't gonna. Yeah, you know what I mean many white folks ain't gonna touch their $20 bill just because? That's what I'm talking about. They'd rather I fuck, can't wait to see yeah. that. They'd rather fuck around and have that motherfucker go the same route that Susan B. Anthony uh, dollar bill went. They didn't want no woman on anything, and they definitely don't want no black woman replacing Andrew Jackson, biggest mass murderer in, in, in the history of the United States. Policies are the one that set, set, set the stage for a lot of Indians being killed and massacred and and, and um, subjected to, to policies, man, that were just in fucking humane to this day. The shit Hitler did one shit compared to what Andrew Jackson did. But a lot of mother don't want to talk about that. Andrew Jackson, white, he's a male. Cool. That's our boy. I'm putting uh, Harriet Tubman on that $20 bill. And, 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 and see how many times we're going to have that that, that, that black woman Circulating around our neighborhood How long we going how, how many times are we going to circulate around our neighborhood Everybody got a $20 bill Everybody got some money now. And I truly believe man If we ever get reparations and shit Ain't no The black community is going to fail It's going to totally be wiped the fuck out Because when we get those reparations Ain't nobody going to save shit Majority the 60% ain't going to save nothing sixty percent ain't gonna even look back and see what's in the neighborhood that they can actually own or, or, or rebuild or make it look halfway decent or just 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 rebuilding up the hood. I truly believe that we got reparations to, what, million, half million apiece? Ain't well, not one dollar's gonna be spent in the neighborhood. They're gonna buy a house way out there some motherfucking but the more they move out the more the inhabitants of that particular neighborhood are going to move further from them, and then they're gonna backtrack on them. That's where they—that's where they got gentrification from.
2: But we know, we all know,
1: reparations will never happen. It'll
2: never happen. Yeah, It'll never
1: happen. not in my lifetime. You
2: know, President Obama. Happen, making what, what, steps. Well, once Obama's done, believe me, we, we're gonna, we are going to pay a price. I, I don't know exactly what it is, but we're gonna pay a price. For having a black president, I mean, we we've gotten some oh, benefits, yeah. of a couple of things, but believe me, I, I, I kid you, I, I honestly believe that we're gonna pay a major price for having this black president. Believe me.
1: Yeah, we are gonna have all those Raven Symonese popping up like a mug, you know, all yeah. those little this this one black motherfucker man who I thought was I forgot his name, he was on um um, he was on a shield, a black actor. Cool cat too. I forgot his name, but he endorsed Donald Trump because he said, "quote unquote," Donald Trump came up for nothing and made something of himself. If that new nigga motherfucker would have done his uh, homework, do, if if he'd have done his homework, Keith, and known that uh. Trump came from money, he wouldn't have said no dumbass shit like that.
2: See, that, that's that's what we see. No other people have the type of people that that we have within ourselves. That's why we don't have shit because we always got. For every progressive black, real thinking black person we have, we have a house Negro, who, who comes out saying some stupid ass shit like that to neutralize, uh, us, and it's, it's 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 sickness. We're the only ones, the only people. I wonder Everybody why we get no respect.
1: Wonder I why we get how no the respect. Fuck you in- yeah, how the fuck can you endorse for anybody in a right mind? The man never held office. The motherfucker ain't never been a street sweeper, dog catcher. He probably ain't never been a licensed plumber. The motherfucker never ran a, a ward, a city, a state. And this motherfucker, well, his though, the, you
2: know, his platform <laughs> for, for a long time, he kept on talking shit about President Obama wasn't a citizen of the United States of America as though mm-hmm. this society is going to let a black man who is not a citizen of the United States of America be president. If it was that easy, that that, that, that they could have used that, that, that he wouldn't have, as soon as he announced, when he was thinking about announcing he came out and said, no, he he can't even run.
1: He ain't even a citizen. And how in the hell Yeah, yeah. And how in the hell could a million point whatever people sit there and believe that the FBI, CIA, NSA, any motherfucking agency in the United States, you gonna let a foreign, non-American entity take that much power? How you gotta be one of the dumbest motherfuckers on earth to believe some shit like that? They they, well, they, only, they, they only want Mexicans coming in across Mexico. Now you gonna let a motherfucker become your president of the United States?
2: The deal with these to deal with these uh, <laughs> redneck, racist, Tea Party-type politicians is they know what they're saying is not true. It doesn't matter whether it's true. The goal is to get people to believe it. And even if people know it ain't true, if he can get them over the hump by uh, confessing that they believe it and just following that flow, then they'll do that. that these folks know that what they're saying is not the truth. They lie, A- and they sell these lies. Look, if, if people, people were sitting there Watching that third World Trade Center Building fall out of the blue Everybody knew it imploded Everybody knew the two Twin Towers imploded
1: Who's saying mm-hmm. anything about it?
3: And,
0: you know, and, it? And,
1: and, and getting back to grassroots man, Who in the black community Is pointing out the fact that We're full of shit majority of the time ourselves Just like when the, the black caucus Tried to, to jump in McCartney ass about what's going on in the black community. How the fuck do he know what's going on in the black community? You motherfuckers got representatives, you are representatives of the black community, and you're going to ask this white man what the fuck is going on in your ward? At least, at least the black motherfuckers can get together and say, uh, Mr. McCartney, this is what we need in our wards, the black caucus. This is what we need for every black ward in the city of Chicago. Let us work with you on our master plan. The reason they don't do that shit because they run up behind all these pastors, these aldermen these all these these aldermen run up behind these pastors, these passive as organizations that that gather people so they so these motherfuckers can come in they little bulletproof cars and just talk to all the masses. Ain't gonna do shit. The average black motherfucker in the in the community ain't gonna do ain't, don't wanna hear shit. Or oh, they don't wanna hear a link card or a section eight. That's all they wanna hear. They don't wanna hear shit out. You, you, they don't wanna do you shit know what up. I
2: like I'd like to see somebody ask the aldermen, each one of them, the black aldermen, why are, why do we have all these liquor stores? Why are none of them black-owned? What does it take to get a black man or a black woman to own a liquor store? All these gas stations, why are none black-owned? There's something behind it. We drink too much, man. You mean to tell me we can't rent it, own a damn liquor store? Come on. you good. I'm you're just thinking out loud. Me?
1: Me, I would fuck around and ask to all of them. Shut the motherfuckers down and let us reissue out those uh, licenses. Shut the whole fucking black ward, every black ward in the city of Chicago, shut them down, dry.
2: That we works. Dry the shit that out. works.
1: And now we're going to reissue the license to who we want the motherfucker to have. That would work. That's what I would do. Personally, that's what I would do. I'll shut them all down. And then we'll have control over who gets those, um, those liquor licenses. And that's just me. And a whole lot of things that I would do, man, point blank, so our alderman can have some type of power when he goes out into their chamber. But the aldermen, think we're a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. Our alderman in the 17th Ward, I saw a picture of him. This motherfucker, man, is there feeding a turtle. Okay. <laughs> he took a picture feeding a oh. motherfucking turtle. And then he's standing up there in front of this little girl with a card, and I guess she was reading it, like he was all involved in what she was saying. He didn't get no fuck. He just wanted the, that image so he could just post on his page. We keep faking our own self out to the point where we're going to fake each other out, and we fucking each other up, period.
2: Yes, we are we our own worst
1: enemies. Lose. We are. You know, that yep. 60% just gathered in their mind, man. They just ain't going to do jack shit. But let that gravy train roll through there and shit fall in place. Let that perfect storm happen. They're going to be the first motherfuckers in line. The very first ones in line to get that free shit. And then the other 40% just have to say, oh, well, well, we we, we did do good for the hood. We did do that. That's cool, but that shit will get old. You got some people that are doing some beautiful work in the neighborhoods, man. But damn, there's only so much they can take and so much they can do. It's only so much they can take and only so much they gonna wanna do. We just got too many motherfuckers man that done gay the fuck up waiting. Just waiting. Don't give a fuck. They get on the train talking loud. They they don't respect your privacy. You up in the you, you getting off work at seven o'clock in the morning and you got here motherfucker yelling loose squares a uh, hundred fucking times. Soon they get past the Road here in Chicago. <laughs> You got 40 motherfuckers running through that train like banshees. <laughs> Roosevelt Road going north, them motherfuckers quiet as a church mouse. What? They only fuck up when they get on the south side because we tolerate that shit. Oh, don't let it be a weekend. They ain't nothing but a rolling fucking flop house. Them motherfuckers giving that motherfucking roll from one end of the train, of the city, to the other end. As soon as they get past Roosevelt Road going north, they sitting up straight like a motherfucker. Boom. That motherfucker going Roosevelt road, road going south. That motherfucker got their shoes off, socks off. Yeah. Don't tell them what the fuck is in those seats, man. They do that shit all the time. And then they want to argue with you when you tell them, "Hey, man, could you stop giving?" They want to argue with you. They don't pay one fare but taking up both seats. They in three and they bags and shit in the other. Folks, they go say nothing. They intimidated by that shit anyway, so they don't never say nothing. But I know brothers that, that, I've seen a brother, man. This this lady, she was an elderly lady. She got on, and and she asked, she asked the guy, can she sit down? That motherfucker gave her a growler. This other brother walked up on that motherfucker, man. He threw him and his shit on the floor and said, Miss, have a seat. Really? <laughs> she that <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, man. He took shit. In I said, I like that vigilante shit there. That lady said, thank you, young man. Thank you, Miss. Don't worry about it. Yeah, He asked her how far she was going. He told her. He rolled with her. That motherfucker looked at their brother, grabbed his shit, man, and went on another train. You got some brothers out here that can do it. The problem is we fucking outnumbered. We're outnumbered. The ones that want to do a decent thing, we, we fucking outnumbered. Because we got to go up against two or three motherfuckers just to get some shit right. Because these motherfuckers you know want to stand is on happen. that dumbass shit. What's up? I think another thing another
2: thing that's going to happen, I believe, is these law-abiding citizens such as yourself and such as this brother who threw that guy's stuff on the ground and gave the woman that seat to conceal sure. carry is going to be a very, very, very big thing. And I, I, wa- I, I want to say on one hand it's, it's going to hit the fans some kind of way, but I, I can't see where it can't help but to. something some, some has got to give because if not, then uh, – development of people who are going around doing the knockout game on seniors and then crowds at random, I mean somehow, some way, it has to be stopped. I don't, I mean diplomacy and education and all that, yes we need all that, the school system needs to change and anger management and critical thinking and all that yes, that has to happen, but something's got to happen
1: like quick You know what, they got to volunteer that dumb shit out of them. Right now they're holding on to dump shit, they got to volunteer that dump shit out of them they don't want to do it. They need something to stand on. They, they they need something to cling on to. I don't get it. You know, and, and these brothers ain't stupid by a long shot. They act like they got some sense. Half of them have up signs talking about, give me $5 and whatever. They can spell better than me. So why are they holding themselves down is beyond me on that point. Because when you get to the point where UGN's clothes are all fucked up, at one point those clothes was fresh. So at some point, you just gave the fuck up and said, fuck it. You know, I got on a train I, I one
3: believe... day, man. Go
1: ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. It, no, I'm, I'm just going to finish. You can go ahead. I got on a train one day, man. And it was like 50 pennies sitting in, the, in one of the chairs. Obviously, whoever had those pennies took out all the silver and just threw the pennies in the chair. I took all the 50 pennies, man, and put them in my little bank, man. So, <laughs> so it's not the fact that they, they, they didn't want the money it's certain things that they want in order for them to uh to, to, to commit to doing something that's okay. Keep the motherfucking pennies along with everybody else and don't throw the pennies out because y- you feel like it don't add up to nothing. It was fifty cent worth of pennies. <laughs> anyway, I'm just trying to make a good point there.
2: I, I really I really believe that uh you know, I I don't there is no one answer. So I, I don't anything I say don't profess for that to be the answer. So there's many answers and, the, the angles that attacked us from, but I really believe that music, if, if, if we had social centers that really, there's it, it, so many things that these kids need, man, they need the whole works, but I really believe that music yeah. is a, will be a, play, a major part. If these kids could learn how to play a musical instrument and make music, music, not just make rap shit, make music, the sound of music, man, is soothing, which is why they took it out the fucking schools. They knew what they were doing. Yep. Make these niggas yep. crazy. And and, and, right. and they I they, they, I really believe that put them get give these sponsors, uh, Walmarts, all these Walmarts in the neighborhood, you better come up off get you better get these kids some, some damn instruments. Lowe's and Home Depots. You better, you better y'all better divvy it up and get these kids some fucking instruments. Y'all wouldn't make it if they, it's a wall and a it's a it's a Lowe's and a Walmart right there on eighty third rounding by Simeon High School.
0: Yeah, yeah. ain't nothing but yeah. black
2: people going up in there you, mean, you, you better get some grammar schools around there Walcott and them schools in the neighborhood uh, whatever the name is and, and, and sponsor and get them kids some instruments and, and build something for these kids see this, this is what I mean by the alderman yeah. this is what the alderman should be saying and rallying and get the people in the neighborhood around but there's nothing but damn puppets and, and, and,
0: and why the they're
1: not rallying around the people or pumping the people up is beyond me they do not come out and, and, and they, they, what they should do if, if Alderman should come into the neighborhood, chastise the very person that voted for him. Come on, y'all. Y'all voted for me, Alderman. This is what we're going to have to do to build up our community because I'm going to need your vote and your power of that vote to go back down to City Hall and make some changes for you all. Ain't no black Alderman doing that. Nobody, no black Alderman is taking a stand for black people, man, to the point where they got a solid plan that they can present to uh, Rahm Emanuel. Because the first Make thing the state the city gonna do is is yes. cut out, like you said, music, recess, um, daycare. You know they cutting out. Um, um, they cut all the services, man. That that like, services like like mental mental health institutions. Yeah, you know, yeah, ain't that a bitch? <laughs>
2: how how they, do they you stop close all this the stuff? mental health centers? How do you close mental health centers in a black neighborhood? How do you close them? If anything, you want to maybe add to put one on every, every other corner or put one on every every community. See, these, yeah. these, see, they'll sit around and have a damn watch party for Empire, but these aldermen, I tell you, and, and I'm thinking about this. I'm chill community together. Why can't you walk and t- march down to Walmart and say, hey, we want to get Dan back in our school. Could you help us? Can you sponsor uh, and get together with uh, Sam Walton and whoever else, or Mr. Holmes, for Mr. Lowe? Can you all get together? we can get these kids some interest, instruments so they can learn real music, get off that crap that they're on to now.
1: I don't see nothing wrong you with know, that. You know, Keith, it ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm doing a one-man band, man. Right now, i got the vice president of Whole Foods for the Midwest uh, Midwest um, area. That's yes, five states, maybe six states. I got his cell phone number right now. How I got it, he gave it to me. Why did he give it to me? Because I asked him point blank. He's in charge of interior design and all that stuff. I said, Mr. Salisbury, could you get me involved with Whole Foods to the point where I can design some artwork for your stores? No, and he said, sure. He said, we don't know where we're at right now. He said, but the young lady that's in charge of it, she's out for um, maternity leave. He said, but here's my information. You sent me something over. And that was it.
3: Man. I didn't go up
1: to him bitching and moaning and nothing like that. I just asked him a question. He gave me an answer. And I've been talking with the brother now. He's a white guy. I've been talking with the brother now over the last month or so, going back and forth. He loved my artwork. You know, he gave me his cell phone number and his office number and his email address. Send some cell phone. So you? He said, whenever you went I need up to talk him, just give him a call. You went up there and you talked you talk with him personally,
2: right? Yes. See, that, that, that's, that's what I tell some of these young folks. I say, you know, you. now I understand there's a job crisis and the middle class being cut out, but I'm saying... There are still some jobs out there, but you can't. But you have to go and, and dress as best you can, and be as pro- pull your pants up and be as proper as you can, and go to these hotels and go in there and ask for the manager and be polite, shake his hand, explain your situation, and say you know you 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 looking for work you you, you willing to get what you got you got to talk to these people. You got to talk to them. You just, you just you can't go online all the time. You got to go and make personal contact. You go into these. Re- when I was a general manager at Dixie Kitchen Restaurant in Lansing, <clears throat> there were many times where we needed servers, we needed help, and nobody ever came in. I had to ask the sir. I said, "Do y'all know anybody?" We we did a couple of more service. You know, but every now and then they came in, but I could tell within about thirty seconds whether well, I was going to hire them or not. So but the pro- bottom, what I'm trying to say is you, you got to go and do some footwork and you gotta shake some hands and you gotta come off that uh yeah man, you know, yeah, you know uh yeah, I'll, you no, you gotta you gotta learn how to speak properly. Who who have control you getting that fucking job. I mean you could you can speak slang all you want, but you, you know, you can wear your pants down, but you, you looking for a job like that, okay, you have your rights to do that, but who's gonna hire your ass?
1: Okay, There's a place for up. all that. You know, and, and I've, been, I've been lucky, man, all my um, adult life in terms of uh, working. I've been working since I was 14 years old, nonstop. I said this once before, the first time I ever made some money, I was nine. But it's the way, it, it, it's a mindset. You know, if you walk up, if you're walking around thinking that a job is going to be there for you and you don't put any work in, you can forget about it. You're going to be like the assholes on the train run around with the with them uh oils and whatnot, trying to sell them three for ten dollars and whatnot. One brother I got into an argument with we to we got into a heated discussion about him selling his own oils. He told me what he's doing is working. I said, dude, but you wanna train. Uh but but it works it's working for me because I can come out here and meet the people. No, bro, you wanna meet you wanna market your stuff to the city. You wanna market your stuff to, to to your to your immediate area. That's what you want to try to do you know, I said, Well, where's your business card? Oh, I just write them on here on these pieces of paper, man, because that way I ain't gotta spend no money on no business cards. I said, dude, say it again. Business card. Your card reflects you. And you know, when I when I handed Mr. Salaberry my business card, I saw the look on his face. My card, I'm an abstract t shirt. My my business card is abstract. I follow through on that. I try to follow through on the things that I'm I'm already setting out there. I try to keep it as close as possible. I got to get spell checked down, Pat, because sometimes I spell misspell some stuff that I already sent out. But the people love the design so good, so well, that they'll say, oh, Jimmy, you spelled that wrong. I'll go back in, change it, go back in. And they're happy. You know, and I love doing that stuff. And the people that you need to approach out there, if anybody's listening, these people are human just like you. They will love to help you if you want to help yourself. They are approachable.
2: It, it, you, exactly.
1: Presentation
2: is 85% of the shit, man. How you present yep. yourself? Cause you go in there talking like yeah. that, yo, man. Yeah, dude. Anybody trying? To, who, who?
1: Who? Anybody got time to be for that bullshit? I got a. Um. I got a. Um. A. Um. I saw it on Facebook, but one of the brothers in my in, on one of my pages sent out a notice for Amtrak that was hiring, and you don't need any, any degrees or whatnot. And the list, all the jobs they had, the lowest one was like I think was nineteen twenty-five an hour. The highest one I saw was um, twenty-five something. And these are like jobs that the average person can get. You don't need degrees in those particular jobs. I didn't see one like on that motherfucking page, not one. But I took it from his and put it on mine and, and, and tried to send it out there, hoping people would would share it. But the point I'm trying to make, if 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 you got something, whether it's skills, you got to market it. But you are gonna run into that sixty percent that that's gonna give you shit about what you're trying to do. You gotta overlook them. Keep, a, you know, keep a happy face. You gonna to have to overlook them. Exactly. Don't let them put your bring your blood pressure up. Don't let them bring your confidence down. Because everybody exactly. that you need and everybody that you need to get in contact with is out there. I don't know what field you may be in. I see a lot of young, uh, a lot of young ladies uh, going to nursing school. You know, and I, I, I this one time I saw like five of them. And I looked at the whole five and saw that only one is going to make it. The reason I said that one is going to make it, because she looked like every other nurse I've ever seen in my lifetime. These other three, other four, look, they were going to a fucking fashion show. They had the little rooster cone hairdo with, with pins and shit sticking through their nose and lipstick like, 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 Creak on their aesthetic, man. Who the fuck yeah. want to want them to come and, and, and administer needles and shit? They are. They, they'll get affected from the bullshit they went. Yep. And that one, she was. She didn't have the fake eyes, eyebrows. She was clean. She was neat. And she looked like she was ready to go to work and do something. The motherfuckers for man,
0: shit. It's
1: like they try to get a hook up a doctor or something, get pregnant by the motherfucker, man. Oh, I got me a doctor. <laughs> That's the mentality that I saw those other four, man. And I may be wrong, but I know that one is going to make it out of their side that I saw. And, you know, and some Truth of them, is the some of them, yeah, they go, to, they go to nursing school. And the others, and most of them go to nursing school just to get a fucking check. Not most of them, some of them. You know, you can look at their uniforms and tell, damn, you going to be sticking needles in motherfucking around? Oh, you got them nasty-ass gym shoes on? You're going to be sticking needles in the arm. You got your fucking fingernails longer than your pinky finger. You got earrings all in your ear, and you got shit through your nose and lip and eyebrow and thick ass eyelashes and, and, and that $100 hairdo.
2: Tattoos on your neck? Oh, that shit, yeah.
1: Yeah, yep. the more kitchen-ass tattoos and shit. Ain't even, ain't even professional. They got one, <laughs> one of them had... Uh, a name on there And had it scratched out Put somebody else I don't know what the hell That was about I Maybe mean, it was an ex-boyfriend I don't know They scratched the motherfucker I got shit sh- On her neck It had nothing up On there. And then they wear These low cut tops Man You know They got those, those Nurses uniforms Got those v-necks And you can see They put butterflies On them and shit Little tiger paws You
0: know things yep. and whatnot.
1: They're like Come on y'all Come on not, right. don't get me
0: Now, don't
2: get me wrong. That's just, that shit is nice and private. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, so I said, so we ain't tripping that. Don't get us wrong, but uh, there's a place for that shit, man. There's a place for that shit. It ain't out there in public, you know.
1: Cover that shit up. Yep. Cover so you that get it wrong. up. <laughs> if you're in a nursing field, look like a nurse. Nurses supposed to represent, uh, talented, um, Sanitized, um, um friendliness, patience, um, really, um, um, a lifesaver, depending on, what, you know, if she got a shit down, because she's the first line of defense. Here it is, you're with shit coming out of your lip, and this motherfucker getting ready to kiss you, and she got 40 fucking earrings in her nose and three in her lip, and she's about to give you mouth to mouth resuscitation. might sufficiency but, stick you in the neck, I mean, stick you in the chest with them long-ass fingernails. But what I'm trying to make is, 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 is it's, it's so easy. I, I can't make it no easier than what I'm saying. When I approached this guy from a whole school, it was almost like, you know, he was already in that still. That's what he does. He he's, in, he's a vice president of interior design and, and something else, stores in the Midwest, Midwest region. He gave me his information. I sent stuff back. We're corresponding right now. Matter of fact, I asked him about a security guard position. Not for me. And see, this is how unselfish I am. I ain't asking for a security position for me. I asked him for a security contract for a friend of mine that has a security company. My supervisor, where I'm at right now, I took that information and gave it to him. He's going to present him with a contract for the whole food store on 63rd Street. All he wants to do is get into the bidding process. I said, Well hell I said, uh I'm not gonna say his name on radio. I said, but do dude, dude, go ahead, man, do your thing. Just tell him the artist from Inglewood gave it to you. He said, Bet. He said, I'll do, I'll do. And he has the insurance. He has what he needs to hold down a security force and hold food. Now think, if he gets that security contract, who do you think he'll give a bonus to? And he might offer me a job. But see, I'm going through different angles. It just so happened, I ran across that, knew somebody that was qualified to do it, and gave it to that person. I didn't walk up to him, say, "Hey, you. yo, man, look, man, uh, I got this, man." But uh, you're gonna have to. Exactly. Fuck that. We, gotta, we gotta do some business, exactly. man. We're gonna, we gonna have to. you know, fuck that. Yes. If you don't want me to have it, don't give it to me. There, there's you a
2: little process I. I've always said I'm, I'm the kind of brother who's always been. See, look, I always say, look, I can, I can, I can hook up on the court on 55th and Hermitage, or over in the area 51st and May, whatever, 79th House, and stand on and stand out on the street and drink a forty and smoke a joint with the brothers. I don't do it now, but I could do it and I feel out of, not out of place. At the same time, I could sit down in the meeting room with the CEO and the bank president and go over a project mm-hmm. for the IT systems in the bank. And I, I, I can speak that language in the, in the meeting with the president, and I can speak the same language on the street with the brothers in the hood. And I won't feel out of place, and I won't look out of place. And see, see,
1: and, and that's, you, you that's, got a fascinating job, man. you working with network systems, Cisco, and all that stuff. man. I knew about that stuff as I was coming up, because when I went to Malcolm X, studied uh, A-plus um, computer repair, I heard about yeah, all that stuff yeah. you doing. You are actually doing it. That's your job. And and I love the fact that you in like different state. Every time I talk to you, man, you're in a different state. But damn. <laughs> and I and I know you. We friends. And see, you don't go into bragging. You don't even bring it up. We talk about the radio network and all the people that come aboard. We talk about the stuff that I'm going through. Um and, and a lot of times, man, I I mean I've had I had Mr. Salisbury number for the last month or so. I didn't bring it up to you because you was doing your thing and I was doing mine, and we just happened to know each other that we both got skills at something. Yep, yep. So you didn't feel intimidated and I didn't feel intimidated. But see, so you I got know. a lot of brothers out here, man. They 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 just don't want you to get ahead. And, and you you are the first person before I had you on for our first interview.
2: Was was that a year? and two years ago.
3: That was two years ago,
2: <laughs> so you came on. Cause all I was looking for, I said, "Damn, I'm you know I'm looking for somebody who I can read their posts. They're they talking about something that, that's interesting. They, they they generate conversation, you know. Uh, they generate uh, dialogue and everything. And you know, you you I saw you had a business. And, and there's other people who before you. All I wanted to do was you know c- come on the show with me. You know we us help each other out. Let me, let me promote your business. I don't I don't even want nothing." And I still don't want to say, let you promote your business and uh mm-hmm. you come talk about it and uh and, and we feed off each other. And uh and we've been doing that for almost two years and you you had your own show for what we damn going on one year, we're going around to the one year mark for your There's own show. Here. Yep. And and see this, this this is what happens when you when you present yourself properly and you keep an open mind and and, and just use some common sense, man, because we, we didn't even know each other before all this happened. Here it is. We we have the show together, and uh, t- starting tomorrow, we expand with Dan Lee's show. Sunday, we have yep. Rosita Shatanda's show. Next Tuesday, we have C- Cheryl Catherine Wash's show. And then we have Jesse Evans' show coming up. And, of course, mine uh, on, on the Thursday with Showsville Charge for Life. Man, we, you know, this is, uh, this is where we're going. This is where we're going. And, look, we're going to do this. And uh, and it's gonna work. I don't yeah. have no. It's, it's it's, it, it ain't gonna work.
1: It's, it's already working. It's gonna work even better get the network. Thirtieth show with you, and um, Damn. we 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 came up with a logo that's working for everybody. We came up with you came up with you you video. you came. This logo is the work of Brother
2: Jimmy Williams from Abstract's T Shirts. So when you hear that commercial coming on, ab- abstract T-shirts, you get that phone number. And when you're having your family reunion, see, we need to do this. This is what we're trying to do. We're not just talking about it. We're trying to do it.
1: Yeah, and it's a yeah, lot got of brothers out, out here that's skills. Yeah, it's a lot of brothers out here got skills. It's like the guys I got to it with that were fixing cars on the block. It's working out beautiful. These guys are making more money now than they did before they start fucking up. Because every time they came across the alley, man, I was out there on their ass and shit, man. I said, dude, no, fuck that. Compromise. Stay on the commercial end of it. We ain't going to have no problem. We ain't going to call. It. I said, I'm not going to call the police on you. I'm not going to do anything. And then you had a couple number here, oh, man, this is a vacant house, man. We can do it. No, motherfucker, that vacant house next to my house, you dumb motherfucker. I'm trying to compromise with you. I had to tell one motherfucker, man, scoot your ass over so I can talk to this brother. He got more fucking sense than you. And then them brothers got together and talked amongst themselves. Now, they're making more money now than they did before I got involved with this shit. Because they'll do the shit where they're supposed to do it at clean up their area, make their money and go home to their family. It ain't that fucking hard. You're gonna always have one asshole no. out of the bunch go show his ass. It never fail. Never, never failed.
2: Never but you failed. know you know what's so great you know what's so great about the logo that you came up with? for uh, We Are Everyday People Mm -hmm. because it it, it, it really epitomizes the abstract in your art because I have personally been able to get about four to five different perspectives of that artwork from that picture using an abstract frame of mind, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And I've had other people who have saw it one way and I say, you know, but I but check this out. I say, damn, damn, you know, there is no one way to
1: to to view
2: that artwork, man. I, I, to me, as far as I'm concerned, that's just me. I, I ain't, look, it's a masterpiece to me because it gives you so many different angles, and it, it get, you can look at it and take so many different perspectives from that, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling people will look at
1: the the we are everyday people logo, they'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, we're gonna throw it out there, it's gonna be out there. I just I I finished one for um, Southwest Federation um um of um what Federation of Black Clubs. And um they love that design, man. I spelled Inglewood wrong but didn't nobody trip. I finished up to get back I did. Okay. I spelled it the right now uh, 50 times, but I spelled it wrong when I finished up somebody's concept. I think it's not nothing. But they didn't trip. They worked with me on that. It wasn't that big of a deal. They brought it to my attention. I revamped it. And they fell in love with it. They're going to have that shit on everything t shirts, banners, you know, um, um, flyers. That's going to be their, that's their logo. And I'm, I'm really proud of them. I'm going to throw that puppy up, man, after we get off the show, too, so people can see it.
2: So well, I tell you, speak, speaking of t-shirts, uh, once this, once we expand and we get everybody once they've had a show in, we're gonna we're gonna have a t-shirt giveaway. We're gonna have uh, we are everyday people, uh, global internet radio network t-shirt giveaway. Uh, whereas our logo is a, a basic white background, the t-shirts will be black with white print. Uh, that way, when you eat your barbecue in the backyard, you know you ain't got to be exposed so bad. When you get your sauce on your shirt, you know, it'll give you a little leeway, you little, <laughs> you know, you can, you know, it ain't got to be too deep, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, how we can,
1: yeah, uh, in the backyard, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. So That's barbecue sauce is floating all over the place. I got yeah, another brother up. too, man. That I got i I'm trying to get a commercial from. He, he 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 came up with his own barbecue barbecue sauce called Big Boys Barbecue, not in order. He got like five different sauces. When I met him, he had two. Now he's got five different sauces and some rubs. And this is a brother, you know. Um, I tried to get him to, um, to 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 just let me do my thing with it, but I understand he is his business. He's growing it. I wanted to have a mid North barbecue sauce, you know, where we came from. It was a it was a restaurant called Farmer Brown's over there, and he had one of the oh, best God, sauces God. I've ever tasted in my life. Uh-huh. Farmer Brown. Farmer Brown. Yeah, man. Farmer
2: Brown. This, ooh, this Brother yeah, I, Sauce yeah. is next to Farmer Browns. Yeah, right there on Claiborne. Right there on Claiborne.
1: Right. I, I know exactly where. I've been there a few times, brother. Yes. Uh-huh. And it's still in everybody's mind. But, you know, Kirk, he didn't understand where I was coming from with the sauce. So we still going to work on that, you know, because I really would like to re-bottle his sauce, but under a different name. He Wait, when you say Kurt, um, are
2: you talking about the Kurt, barbecue
1: sauce dude? No, not not him. that's pretty oh. No, this one's oh, okay. A big boy, okay, Buckley. okay. The, owner, the owner's name is Kirk Shard, Shard S H A R D. Yeah,
3: okay, that's his
1: brother. name. He's down in Florida. I may stop. I'm, I'm gonna have to stop pumping this stuff a little bit more because he came out with those different sauces and whatnot, man. He he re, re, he revamped the bottles. Revamp, I mean, revamped the labels. He's got a good product, you know it's it's kinda it's kinda it's kinda pricey because he's trying to go nationwide. But once you go nationwide with it, the price gonna come down, down, down because he got more stores that is in and he got more people buying it. You know. I used to pump it out when he first came out well, when he first introduced himself to me and he told me that he had it, I pumped it out every day, every time I every chance I got get then I ordered some from him. And that shit didn't last a week because my kids kept grabbing and it some me and shit. That was a good sauce. But anybody that's out there that's starting a business and that has a product, you've got to be really, really proud and be able to stand behind your own product. Don't bring me in or bring anybody else in to represent your product. If it gets to the point where you can't acknowledge or or represent your uh, your product or you can't articulate your product, you don't need to be in business. I'm sorry, you don't. Because that means somebody's going to take advantage of your shit. You're going to be giving away so much that you really didn't have to because all you got to do is stand behind your product and be happy about it. Be confident about it. There's a lot of young cats out here, man, that's doing the raps and the poetry and stuff like that. Follow If you got to follow through on that stuff by being a, a second act to an a opener, a headliner, do that. Everybody can't be a headliner, but it can, it, they're only looking for number two or number three guys to come in and open up their shows for them. They're always looking for somebody. Those positions ain't being – everybody can't be a, a headliner. They can't. You can get lucky and be a headliner, but everybody can't be a headliner because somebody's got to fill that second banana slot. And put emphasis on that, then you move up to a headliner once your shit's, you know, catching on and, getting, and catching on fire. That's how you do it. When I got into the T-shirt business, I asked this company called PT Shirts. I never forget to get them. I asked them, can I work there six months for free? And in return, I'll do whatever they want me to, to do, and they can teach me how to screen print. That's how I got into the business. I went in there and asked. And they showed me that shit, and I've been doing it ever since because that's what I wanted to do. We got it in us. Just like the black community. We could change the black community if we really wanted to. Of course, a lot of you, 60% got to get off your ass and start voting, make some shit happen, vote for good people and stand behind those people, kick them in their ass, make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. A lot of them ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing. They want to blame some old white guy in the police uniform about what's happening in the black community. You was there 20 years before he got there. So what the fuck is your problem? Obviously, you, you feel in some type of way you're going to try to blame him for some shit that you could have took care of.
2: You know what, brother Jim, let me let me say this on that note, you, you made a point there. Let let me let me rephrase something I said when I was talking about the Alderman as far as you guys are in a group and marching down to Walmart saying, Hey, we need back uh band back in our school because of you know, the obvious reasons that we talked about before. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be the alderman. Who's the most affected by the fact that there's no bands in the school? They are the ones who need to get up off the ass because the ones who are most affected in too many cases are the
1: ones who ain't doing shit. <laughs> ain't that fucked up? It is fucked the up. The most yes. effective one ain't the one is the ones that ain't doing shit. Yep. It's a fact.
2: It's just it's just truth that black people don't want to hear about black people because how how can you, you deny that the people who really really need the help. Who really, really need these services? Who really need the mental health clinics open and expanded?
1: They're the ones who ain't doing shit. It's the people who already. Jim, look, you, you, you okay? <laughs> you okay? You you
2: could say, look, you could say, fuck all this shit. I'm done. I'm gonna take care of me and mine, and you are gonna be cool. But you ain't doing that. But the people who need this shit. I too busy sitting there watching fucking Empire Scandal being entertained, listening to Chief Keith, uh Lil Wayne, uh what and I ain't talking about everybody. I'm talking about enough to have the effect that it's having on the black neighborhood. I ain't gonna say community because yep. we ain't got none. I'm talking about the black <laughs> okay.
1: neighborhoods. To keep to keep us from being a fucking community. Yeah. I'm not agreeing with you because you might as well producer. I'm agreeing because I've been talking the same shit for the last thirty goddamn shows. We can do this, people, black people, neighborhood, next door neighbor, kinfolk. Wake the fuck up! It ain't that hard. Communication ain't that hard. You can, I mean, I I'd rather have somebody around just like when I had my band when I was in Cabrini. It was a lot of brothers who wanted to hang around us. It was only three of us: my brother, and the, uh, my brother, and this guy named uh, Demetrius Contrail. We called him Dinky. They wanted to hang around us. No, Dinky fell into that bullshit. I don't know why. But me, if I'm gonna have a bunch of motherfuckers sitting around me smoking my weed, and drinking my liquor, and, and, and banging the women that I'm attracting to me because I'm the drummer of a band, <laughs> you motherfuckers, you motherfuckers better learn how to do the soundboards. You better learn how to fuck around and and tune the bases and the guitars and shit. You better learn how to fuck around and do lighting, accounting, because I don't want a bunch of motherfuckers just hanging around me just because. Y'all motherfuckers can go ahead and finish doing what you've been doing. I'm not going to split my money up or my time up because you motherfuckers, we buddies, man. I'm going to kick it with Jim. No, you ain't kicking it with me, motherfucker. We still cool, but you ain't going to kick it with me. Bring the skills. Bring the fucking noise. And we can be homies all fucking day long then. But don't interrupt my shit because you ain't got shit else to do or you feel and you see the heat of my light. I'm not going to do it. Call me what you want after that, but I'm not going to do it. Damn hood. (laughs) That's it. In a nutshell, speaking of real people from the hood, we coming down to our last 14 seconds. We going to get this rent party started. Keith, you got you got your uh, stuff, man. You got your JD. I
2: got my what now. You got your oh JD? hell yeah, shit. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little late, man. I, I, do, do I have my? don't have my JD. That's
1: why I don't understand what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. He's well, well we're on the same page, then. I got my VSP and my You ready, PM, said, ready. Huh? ready? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Yes, we dropped another one. We dropped another one. This is 10-19-2015, October 19-2015. And I'm glad everybody listening listened. I hope that what we talked about is not something that's going to piss you all off. But if it pisses you off, you know, you're grown. You get over it. That shit will roll off of you. But we just trying to do something in terms of um, bringing out the obvious. As long as you keep hiding the obvious, you're not going to admit. You're not going to admit the obvious. Obvious. It ain't going to happen. So
3: shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, shut the fuck up and do something. Okay, real people from the hood, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm on the global internet radio network, and that is we are everyday people, and that shit is going to be rolling from here on in. After tomorrow, we're going to be rolling like a motherfucker. Okay, let's get this rent party started. Matter of fact, I'm going to play my commercial on my show. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. I'll play my motherfucking commercial on my show, and then we're going to go into the rent party for about a good 15, 20 minutes. Keith, I'm going to see you tomorrow, man, when you and Dan leave, man, when y'all throw y'all shit down. Peace. Everybody, have a good night. We out of here.
4: Hey, Chicago, for your next family reunion. Call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990, with photo T-shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsonline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsonline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T shirts at 773 690 5366. That's 773 690 5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773. 773- Six nine zero five three six six your t shirt man
1: print party, y'all, it's full of shit.
5: No, we ain't gonna need my Nobody's smiling. No, we ain't gonna need my smiling. Planet Earth was my place.
3: First born to be the sole controller of the universe. Besides a part of a map, I hit
5: first. Any environment I can adapt when it gets. It was earthquakes, cause times is hard on the boulevard, so I fall guard and never get scarred, I'm scarred for the scenes like I'm locked in hell, looking over my head, but the R never fell, a trip to slip cause my nights has got gripped, stand on my own two feet and come equipped any stage I'm seen on, a mic I've on, I stand alone and need nothing to lean on, going for self with a long way to go, so much to say but I still flow slow, I come. And I won't look back Cause it ain't where you're from It's where you're at Even though no, f-
0: yeah.
5: no, no, I f- learned f- to f- relax in my room And escape from New York And return through the wound of the world As a thought Thinking how hard it was to be born Me being queen with no physical form Me as a cell with one death. Well done, make way, cause here I come Since I made it this far, can't stop now There's a will and a way And I got the know-how to be All I can be and more And see all that is to see Before I'm called to go back to the essence It's a lot to learn, so I study my lessons I thought the ghetto was the worst that can happen to me I'm glad I listened when my father was rapping to me Cause back in the days they lived in caves Exiled from the original man and strayed away For hard times, I'd rather be here to exercise the mind. Then I take the thought around the world twice. From knowledge to going back to knowledge precise. Across the desert, that's hot as the Arabian. But they couldn't cave me in, cause I'm the Asian. Reaching for the city of Mecca, visit Medina. Visions and Nefertiti, then I seen her. Mind keeps traveling, i be back after. I stop and think about the brothers and sisters in Africa. Return the thoughts through the eye of a needle. For miles I fought, and I just fought the people. Heads and the past So now is the time for us to react. Take a trip through the mind, and when you get back, understand your third eye sing all of that. Hollywood, wherever I stood Footprints remain on stage ever since Sidewalk, streets, I leave fossils And then when I had sex I left my name on next My trademark was left throughout the projects I used to get rich when I played c When I rolled four, five, six, 5, they go weedo So I collect my cast and slide I got my back, my guns on my side It shouldn't have to be like that I guess it ain't where you're from, it's where you're at
0: about, when there's you're all about, yeah. right on, you see this catch shop is a bad mother, yeah. what I'm talking about yeah.
1: Y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed the rent party I'm going to start this segment up sometime in uh, November We're going to roll this puppy all the way to March Okay My name is Jimmy Williams The name of my show is Real People from the Hood And I am part of We Are the People I'm sorry We Are Everyday People Global Internet, Net, global internet Radio Network Let me say that again We Are Everyday Global Internet radio network and we're going to kick that puppy off tomorrow with dan lee and again ladies and gentlemen everything changes but it remains the same keep your family safe you stay safe and look out for the hood i'm out of here y'all y'all have a good evening have a good night